world, welcome to Let's Talk Whatever. I'm Wendy, and I hope that we're all having a great day so far. But something that's been on my mind today is just the fact that January has basically flown by. Like, it's basically almost February. It's going to be February next Monday. And for some reason, this month has just flown by so fast. I don't even know where time went. All right. But for today's episode, um, the topic is kind of deep, I guess, a little touchy, vulnerability. Through these past few episodes, I've kind of been learning a lot about these topics as I do do research before recording these episodes. So let's get right into today's topic of the power of vulnerability. For this topic, I read an article by Mark Manson and listened to a TED talk by Brene Brown. I will link both of those in my show notes, and I really suggest taking a look at that site and giving that TED Talk a listen. It's quite a, sh- uh, it's a short one, so if you put it on two times speed, you'll probably be done in like, what, 10, 8 minutes. But yeah, let's get into it. So I thought I should define the word first. What is vulnerability? And how will I refer to it in this episode? The definition that I will be using is the willingness to show emotion or to allow one's weakness to be seen or known. Willingness to risk being hurt or attacked. And I guess for attacked, I don't really mean physically, but maybe more so emotionally and verbally, maybe. But yeah, definitely not physically. So in the TED Talk, Brown talked about shame and fear being one of the big things why people are not vulnerable. And basically the feeling of, I'm not good enough. She did some research and in the research she found that those that were vulnerable had three things in common. And that's, they had courage, compassion, and connection. So what made them vulnerable made them comfortable. And some of those things include the willingness to say, I love you first. The willingness to commit to something that had no guarantee. And the willingness to get into a relationship not knowing if it will last. Vulnerability is the birthplace of joy, creativity, belonging, and love. And something that she really emphasized on was to know that you are not alone. There are so many of us out there that fear and are not good with vulnerability. It's hard because most of us weren't taught to express our feelings. This can be from basically your home life and just the fact that our parents never did it while growing up, so we don't either. I know this is very true in some Asian cultures. Maybe uh, I'm being biased for Chinese culture because I am Chinese because we were never taught to express our feelings. Growing up Chinese-American, my parents never expressed their feelings or expressed themselves. It was like it wasn't allowed or something. Like if you expressed your feelings, then you were weak. You can't show that you are weak. My parents never told me that they loved me, either in English or Chinese, but not that that really matters. But yeah, I don't remember being told I love you by my parents, but there's a meme about how Asian parents say I love you by cutting you fruit and stuff. Kind of funny, but it kind of is true. Always asked, have you ate yet? 
did you eat lunch yet? And then if I'm around with my mom and stuff, she'll like cook me food, she'll cut me fruits and stuff like that. So I guess that's another way of showing your love. I've always been jealous of those friends that can easily say I love you to their parents. You know, before they hang up on their phone, they say I love you. And you know, that just has me thinking, like, why is it not that easy for me? And you're probably thinking, it is easy. It's not that hard. Just say it. Well, it is hard if it's something that is basically foreign to you. And that's basically what it is to me. Because I've just never had that growing up. I was never taught that. And they never expressed that to me. So it's hard for me. In addition, I also knew that I was different when I was growing up. I lived in a place that was predominantly white, so I was always scared and afraid of people not liking me because of my race. I was always quiet in school, stayed out of trouble, and I felt like I had to please other people and make sure that I fit in with other people so that they would like me. In elementary school, I remember one day going home and asking my dad if I could change my last name because kids at school were making fun of me and calling me names. As a kid in elementary school, I didn't know the significance of last names and that it was something that was carried um, on from generation to generation. But, you know, my dad never expressed the importance of it. He never explained to me the importance of or the significance of uh, last names. And basically, I got yelled at because I asked to change my last name, not knowing why I was getting yelled at because I didn't know why that last names were so significant. But yeah, that's a little personal story of mine. Vulnerability is consciously choosing to not hide your emotions and desires from others. It is as simple as complimenting someone that they look good to expressing that you love someone. It's simple, but it's not easy. You may already know if you lack vulnerability or if you can't be vulnerable, but you may not be sure. There are also signs of it, and they include the following. The first one is falling into boring or repetitive conversations because they're safe. They are low risk of hurting yourself and or others. The next is stuck in a job or lifestyle you don't really enjoy because others told you it was a good idea or you're just comfortable in that situation. The third thing is dressing extremely well makes you uncomfortable or doing anything well for yourself such as working out or eating good. Why you might ask? Well, because you're scared that you'll stand out too much. If you dress too well, you'll stand out. If you're too fit, you'll stand out. The next thing is smiling at strangers makes you feel creepy. And this one I kind of understand. You know, sometimes you're like, why would I just smile at a stranger? That's creepy. Or if a stranger was smiling at you, you would find that creepy. But smiling is very contagious. It can make someone stay. So smiling at a stranger, don't think it's creepy because it's not. And the last one is the idea of asking someone out openly scares you because of the possibility of rejection. For most, we lack vulnerability because we fear rejection. We fear the unknown. We fear the uncertainty 
of the outcome. Vulnerability is not a tactic though. It's not something you use or do so that someone can do something for you or feel sorry for you. If you are genuinely vulnerable, then it's about the why behind your actions, your intentions of sharing your feelings, thoughts, and desires. It also is not using someone as an emotional dumpster. You don't just go unloading all your emotions and your whole life story on someone because when you do that, you come off as needy and pathetic. How do you be vulnerable or be more vulnerable? There are some ways, and I've kind of mentioned them throughout the episode, but not really saying it. The first one is to admit you suck at something and accept who you are and not try to be something that you are not. It's hard to admit you suck at something because as a human being, we just want to be perfect all the time. We always want to perfect everything and be perfect. But realistically, we can't be good and perfect at everything. Something that kind of goes with that is to not blame other people for your problems. Blaming is a way to discharge pain and discomfort. We are used to blaming others for our problems. Therefore, we are discharging our pain and discomfort onto someone else. The next thing is to tell someone when they are being hurtful or insensitive. It's hard to confront people. Confrontation is hard, and I know that. And it's easier to just put on a thick skin and act like everything is okay and nothing bothers you. But if someone said something that bothers you, then you should say something. Stand up for what you are and believe in. We always want to be people pleasers and avoid conflict, so we never want to speak out against someone. But you need to stand up for yourself, what you believe in, and who you are. This last one kind of goes with the previous, but it's to tell someone you appreciate, admire, respect, or love them. Telling someone you think they're cute, telling your parents or someone that you've loved them, which I know I need to work on as I mentioned earlier. I know it's hard to express your feelings for others since you never really know exactly how someone feels about you and their feelings might not match yours. But this can start with a simple thing such as telling someone they look nice today or that you like their outfit. It'll make their day and your day much better. Being vulnerable does not just happen overnight after you tell yourself, I'm going to be vulnerable. It's a process that takes time and different amounts of time for everyone. But you can start off by having that one hard conversation or expressing your feelings to someone, either that be your crush, your significant other, your parent, or a friend, knowing that it's risky too because you don't know the outcome of it. Why be vulnerable, you might ask. Like, I'm comfortable keeping everything to myself. I don't want to have to share my thoughts and feelings. Well, there are many benefits. The first one is that it builds trust and intimacy in a relationship. And I don't mean romantic relationships, but all relationships. Practicing and being vulnerable will lead you to find new depths in your relationships. 
all of your relationships. And second, it increases your self-worth. We allow others to see ourselves as who we are and be accepted. We let go of the negative self-thoughts. Therefore, it increases our self-worth and we become okay with ourselves. The third one is that it helps us find the people we want in our lives. Like I said previously, we always just want to fit in, so we become someone that other people will accept. But by being vulnerable, you are being yourself, your true authentic self, and therefore will help you find people who accept you for who you are, who accept you for your true authentic self. And lastly, it helps us overcome our negative emotions quicker. Like previously mentioned, it's usually the negative thoughts that we are unwilling to share and be vulnerable about. If we allow ourselves to be vulnerable, then we can help ourselves create a caring environment and community around us, which then makes it easier to overcome and let go of our negative emotions. Practicing and being vulnerable is a hard thing to do if we were never taught it and view it as a negative thing. It has many benefits and also helps with mental health when you are able to express your feelings, thoughts, and desires in a healthy way. To feel vulnerable means that you are alive. And I quote from Brown, vulnerability is not weakness. And that myth is profoundly dangerous. Vulnerability is the birthplace of connection and the path to the feeling of worthness. If you don't feel vulnerable, the sharing is probably constructive. In the end, the most important thing is to know that you are enough and that you don't need to change to please anyone or to fit in with everyone else. The quote for today's episode is, what makes you vulnerable makes you beautiful. Thank you all for listening today on a somewhat sensitive topic. Make sure to follow my podcast on the platform you're listening on to get updates of new episodes. You can also find me on Instagram at Let's Talk Whatever with two R's for updates, or you can let me know of any topics you'd like me to cover or just suggestions for my podcast. Once again, that's at Let's Talk Whatever on Instagram. That's it for today.